0: Um, scrolling through IG recently <laughs> and uh, this uh, so it was on it was on Hood Ratchet TV it, 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 this is the page right and um, a post come up saying cannabis compounds prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from preventing healthy human cells uh, oh from penetrating Healthy human cells, and then they have this little article from uh, Bloomberg that says cannabis compounds prevent COVID infection in li- library study. Now, you know, uh, popular science, pop science—I guess you can call it uh, this, this type of shit. Come, this type of shit comes out, and I'm just like, I, I wonder how true this is, right? Welcome back, y'all. So if you are a fan of this particular podcast um, at the bench, you might have heard the lack of (laughs) other voices, Um, you know, since the pandemic kind of, I guess not, uh, people people got back to what you might want to call their normal lives, right? Um, and you know it's kind of harder to get people over Zoom and do this all all this other shit. So you know I kind of uh, let the podcast sit for a bit before you know uh, getting back into it. But I was just like you know man I guess I can I can do the podcast alone. So here I am, your humble host, Dr. Stevens, aka the scientist who lives. So and it, you know it, I, when i was thinking about you know this podcast and where i wanted it to go and the things i wanted to talk about and things i wanted to do um i kind of i was like all right what how do i want to do this and, and so i think um you know i wanted to i don't know how to explain this um i, want, I wanted to because i i had a i had a habit of not only just Focusing on one thing and the other instead of the other, and I know my platform is uh, fitness and science, and so I have to talk about both. And um, you know, so I think the format um, is either going to be you know, I, I, I start off with something that I saw in, in fitness and um, give you the science perspective, or something uh, in popular science today, and you know, I try to either um refute it or uh give it a thumbs up and see whether or not uh there's some actual peer review articles uh (laughs) actually um agreeing with whatever crap they put out on social media right so that that was kind of that was kind of the thing that i was um, trying to trying to go for, it. but then also at the same time, uh, kind of give you like the the day the life of um, kind of a black scientist. Um, and then if you are a fan of the whole brand, scientists who live, you know, I have a YouTube page, and I have a um, a series called uh, "Confessions of a Black Scientist." Um, and I you know I make those like five minutes, uh, and I wanna. I really wanted to kind of make. I, I wanted to be be a little bit more long-winded with some of the topics that I was talking on because I felt like I was like, man, I, I really want to talk more about this, but you know, people's attention spans aren't are uh, aren't as long. You know, uh, they 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 don't hold can't can't hold anybody's attention for for a long ass time. So um, you know, a podcast, you can just throw, throw on your headphones, you don't have to watch, you can just throw on your headphones, and just listen while you, while you work, while you work out, while you run, anything like that, so, hey, here I am, here I am, and so, we was, uh, started off the, started off the show, or started off this, uh, this episode with cannabis, and, um, (laughs) and how it, so-called prevented COVID-19, but it really doesn't, but, um, I, I really wonder how true this is, so, you know, as a, as a scientist, you know, you, you go to searching, you go to, you know, Google Scholar, uh, you go to PubMed, um, so, I, I, you know, I get, I get to searching, I get to searching, a lot of the, a lot of the shit was just about, um, especially on, uh, Google Scholar, uh, the use, the increased use of cannabis during the pandemic and how that led to, um, use of other drugs because there, there was like a 40% increase of cannabis use, uh, during the pandemic. And then that led to people using, uh, I guess other types of drugs and sleep aids and things like that. But I was just like, ah, eh, that's not the shit that I'm looking for. Let, let's push past it. Uh, so with the, I mean, obviously this had to be recent, so, you know, I had to cut down my, um. My year search, but I found one article uh, in Scientific Reports. Uh, This is a a peer-reviewed article. Uh, And it was published back in uh, a year ago. Oh, shit, a year ago. Yeah, back in uh, 2021. And that says, Cannabis compounds exhibit anti-inflammatory activity in in vitro and COVID-19-related inflammation in lung epithelial cells and pro-inflammatory activity in macrophages. Cool. Break that down. So what this what this uh, article or what this uh, post on IG was saying was like, oh man, this can prevent you from getting COVID. Smoke some weed and boom, you you won't be able to get COVID. But I read this article and that, that's I don't know if they I don't know if they uh, got. The information from this article because this is the only article uh, i think there was two of them that i found and this is the one the only articles that i found to be um you know uh, uh what do you want to call it uh real <laughs> i guess is that not fake or not not fake but uh, uh trustworthy yeah that, i think that was the word i'm looking for trustworthy so yeah so i was just like okay well so uh, a couple things here one it's not going to prevent you from getting COVID. Uh, it's it's a anti-inflammatory. So basically once you have COVID, which COVID causes inflammation of the lungs, right? Uh, it can be an anti-inflammatory to these uh, pro-inflammatory molecules. So IL-6, it's called IL-6 and IL-8. You can look up what what that actually means and whatnot but uh these other pro- pro-inflammatory ma- uh, molecules right and it can have anti-inflammatory properties but it's just not cannabis alone right it is uh cannabinoids so different molecules in- inside of cannabis that are um what- what's the word i'm looking for uh they um, they're changed, they're, they're formed through, uh, the different, um, different types of, uh, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, the words, words escape me, um, but they, they can be, uh, uh, catalyzed, so like, um, uh, like, catalyzed by heat, and then it causes a, uh, type of, um, Type of change, so like a decarboxylation um, of of the uh, of the cannabinoid. So so you you so reading so point blank period. Reading this article, um, even they said, hey, you know you you have to be cautious about proposing uh, cannabis as a treatment for COVID nineteen. So as a treatment, not as a preventative. There's, there's no preventative against COVID nineteen. There's always only, only treatments what people need to realize there's nothing that prevents COVID nineteen. There's nothing that actually prevents that shit. Like it it's a like I, I know I'm I'm a, actually I'm gonna get into that later. But um but yeah, so it's uh I found you know, it was always interesting to see, you know, uh stuff like this and you going into um or stuff the stuff like like popular science and then you actually read <laughs> a peer-reviewed article on the science, and it's just like, oh, okay, well, shit, it's not, not exactly what what y'all was what y'all was saying. So yeah, so don't, I mean, don't, uh, I mean, I guess you could try to smoke weed and uh, see if that helps. I don't know, it might, it might help. It, it, it just might. Who knows? I mean, but there, only certain compounds that actually gives you a sustained anti inflammatory response so like you, you gotta extract certain cannabinoids from the cannabis so it, it you know it, you know take take it with a grain of salt that, that's that, that, that's that's how I feel take it with a fucking grain of salt also it's funny because um, people people in the health industry and uh, you know these these fitness influencers They'll be like, you know what, the C D C is talking about these vaccines and they're talking about masking and this and that. But nobody nobody's talking about how keeping a healthy lifestyle is going is gonna help prevent you from uh, getting sick. Uh, or some some people say prevent COVID nineteen. I was like, bro, there's there's nothing that prevents you from contracting a disease. Like that's that's not that's is unless you cure it, there's that's not something that that is possible, like, even, even if you're healthy, and living a healthy lifestyle, that's not gonna happen, so, (laughs) he, uh, so, I, I see all these fitness influences, talking all this shit, and I'm just like, bro, have they ever, and, uh, but actually, I saw the post, and I was like, yo, man, have they ever, um, been on the CDC website, the CDC website, actually, so, the CDC website, actually has a whole division uh or a whole uh pull down tab about healthy living um adolescent and school health food safety emotional well being overweight and obesity which is a huge problem in America smoking tobacco use vaccines and immunizations and a and a whole lot more like bro they have all these all these topics about uh how to be safe but you know people people want to anything anything to say hey you know i don't want i I am against taking this vaccine and i'm just like yeah man healthy living like being being healthy and not having any pre-existing health conditions yes can help but uh you know you doing your part to help those who do have those pre-existing health conditions who can't get uh vaccinated uh who are not of age or um has a health condition that doesn't allow them to they have such a compromised immune system that it would not allow them to do so and it, it's it's baffling to me like i was like yo man i and some of some of these fitness uh fitness people never went to school, or they have their uh no no shade on on some of the people, but they have like a degree in like um I don't know, I won't say kinesiology because I know some uh, kinesiologists who actually look at the science and who actually uh do some do some research, but there's there's motherfuckers out there that don't do any research, and I'm just like, come on man, be better, do better, be better, but you know it, it, some some of the things that, that pisses me off about, I guess, the fitness industry as a whole, um, which, you know, what, what what can you do? But on that, on the fitness industry, I you know, I, I know people like to hear about the kind of things that I'm doing in the gym. And um, I, I think since the pandemic, it's been hard to... Um, uh, to do, to do competitions, like, I was like, yo, man, I was like, I don't, competitions aren't that important, it's not that deep, um, like, I could, to be honest, like, this is not me tooting my own horn, but fuck it, i am a two toot my shit, uh, <laughs> like, I, I, like, if I was, if I got serious about powerlifting, like, really serious, got a coach, um, actually, you know, got serious about this shit, and, uh, went hard, I, I could be one of the best out there, because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around in the gym, if I'm being completely honest, I am out here fucking around in the gym, and I'm chilling, and (laughs) it's, it's all bad, I mean, but, you know, it is, I'm having fun, that's the thing, though, like, it's like, yo, I'm not trying to make it, I was like, I already have a job, I already have a career, why make, uh, powerlifting that, I mean, even though, like, I could be, like, a professional powerlifter now, because there's a pro series where you can make money, which is cool, I'm, hey, I'm all about it, yo, make your bread, like, I'm I'm not trying to take anybody's bread from anybody, um, so, fuck that, but, you know, now, um, it, there, there's money to be made, so, uh, good for those people, but, um, for me, you know, currently, uh, I just got off of a, a training block where I was uh, kind of pushing some. Um, well, I'm, I'm always pushing my accessories, and remember, y'all, accessories are important. But um, not, I'm not only pushing my accessories, but uh, these uh, uh, variations of the my. Three main lifts: the squat, bench press, and deadlift. So, what I was doing, I was pushing, seeing how how far I could go with uh, pause squats. Uh, uh, what is it, Larson press? Um, where you have your legs up, um, no no legs on the ground, no leg drive. It's just all, all arms and chest on bench, and then um, pause deadlift. So, um, I got up pretty high. Uh, of i think when i went 545 on squat uh 415 on bench and then 645 i want to say no no i think i went to 665 on deadlift uh for pauses so i mean it it, it, was, it was great it was you know it changed it up it changed up the monotony of uh of lifting um uh, and uh the idea of and, and the thing is you you're putting your body under, um under pressure for a extended period of time. So once you get up to higher weight, right, um, you'll be able because it's just a down and up motion. Say with squats, a down and up motion. But you you go down, you stay there, you pause there, and then now you you're sitting there and you're just like okay, well shit, I I have to I have to stay tight. You got to keep your core tight. And as you you know, keeping your your full core tight. Not not just your not just your abs, not just your stomach, but you gotta keep your obliques. You gotta keep your back core tight. You gotta keep everything tight so you don't get crushed under the weight. Uh, my my motivation always is don't die. My motivation always is do not die. Um, Cause if if I die under this weight, I'm gonna need people to put like two more two more plates on there. So the when a pair of mags come, they'd be like, "Oh, this motherfucker! He he was. I mean, he died lifting weights. He died. I mean, this motherfucker was strong. Obviously, he thought he could do it, but uh, it killed him. It killed him. Ultimately, it killed him. So, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to. Uh, so, all in all, I'm just trying to get stronger. Um, I think my next competition will be, um, uh, USPA. So that's uh, the the United States Powerlifting Association um, USPA Nationals in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and uh, I think I'm gonna gonna do that, and uh, it should be it should be lots of fun. Uh, I don't because I thought I was gonna do uh, a competition in between that, but uh, ended up not doing so. So or um, well, I'm, I'm deciding not to because I got a whole bunch of other shit like just personally and um, you know with with my job, you know, being a, being a scientist, it, I can, I can fit it in, but do I really want to, especially with the pandemic, and, you know, living in Texas, people, people are just weird, um, about the pandemic in general, so, yeah, so, but speak, uh, talk about living in Texas, um, just, or my job in general, right, it's been, it's been, it, let me tell you, uh, being being a black scientist is is not is it's tough stuff. Like I if if I could make my life easier, trust me, I would. Like I really would. I would lo- I would love to make life easy for myself, right? But it, it's not it's not always the case. And I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes I I feel like I was like, yo, am I? am I looking for this shit, is this shit, just, is this shit just finding me, or am I, am I provoking the shit that happens to me, cause I, like, some of the shit I just can't make up, and if you were, if you're a fan of, uh, my story, um, you know, from Confessions of a Black Scientist, like, I've been through some shit, um, to get to where I'm at currently, and, you know, I actually kind of wrote a book about the shit that I went through, and, um, things that i've experienced in in grave detail but then now um i've reached this pinnacle i have my phd um i'm in a postdoc i'm i'm running i'm doing my own research but like you you still have these um people people like to call them microaggressions but um it's not no nobody's really being aggressive with my big ass, like, 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 like my, my big ass isn't, like, people aren't like, oh, shit, like, this, this motherfucker, I can't, you know, you know what I'm saying, people aren't being aggressive with me, uh, per se, um, but their, their language, um, changes up, because they, they can't, they can't sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, uh, he, he uh he's this he's that you're you're not you're not qualified i was like oh motherfucker i got a phd just like you so uh i'm I'm very much qualified now so so what's good so so what's good now if i if i'm not if i'm not qualified you not qualified so what's good so um and so let let me let me uh let me tell y'all um uh, a couple of examples um and and, you know it's this is a big thing, um, to all my, um, <laughs> no, no, this is a podcast I listen to, um, and Yakubians, uh, so, nah, anyways, uh, to all my white people out there, to all my, uh, uh Caucasians out there listening, um, you know, they're, when dealing with, um, and I don't want to even like to say dealing with, but when uh, you interact with someone, uh, when a person of color from you know the, you're not obviously you're not from the same background, you you guys never grew up the same, you didn't. Um, you you don't have the same experiences, right? And it's <laughs> it, it's uh, it, it's interesting because you know I I think I've met maybe two people in my life. Two or three people in my life, uh, scientifically, who have gotten it right, um, speaking to me. And what I mean by that, getting it right, is they spoke to me like a human being. And and here, let me give you an example. So, I'm going to give you some examples of um, some coded language here. So, um, first off, first and foremost, my boss... uh, he, so I, I'm writing this uh, grant or this fellowship, uh, and it's a diversity fellowship for uh, HHMI, so the Howard Hughes uh, Medical Institute, and it's a diversity fellowship, and it's uh, aimed at getting more, um, getting more people of color, getting more minorities into STEM and uh, keeping them in STEM by giving them funding to stay in STEM and uh, become uh, tenure-track professors and uh, get tenure and all this other stuff, right? So it's a it's a really it's a uh, it's an amazing fellowship. It's an amazing program. Um, as long as you know, as a black person, you get to <laughs> this point, right? Um, and I'm pretty sure they do uh, stuff for PhDs and uh, undergrads and all this other stuff. So um, it's, it's a pretty great institution. Um, so I'm I'm and I'm hype about this because I'm like, hey, look, they didn't offer it last year. They're offering it this year. Let's Yo, look, I, I let's get it done, and I, I, you know, I reached out to people, and I was trying to figure out, um, you know, what what do I need to do? Uh, you know, is there any tricks? Like, I, I found people who actually got the got the fellowship, and they was like, hey, look, man, they they um, what is it? They fund the person. They don't really fund the research, or they're more uh, uh, looking to fund the person who's doing the research, right, and I was like, oh, I bet, yeah, that, and those are the kind of things that I look for, because, you know, I was like, oh, like, um, you know, some people might not understand the, uh, the research, but they'll, they'll fucking love my story, I mean, love it, It, it's a tragic story, but they'll, they'll empathize with it, sure, they'll be like, oh, man, we gotta give this man money, right, so, um, you know, so I'm I'm just like all right, bet like I'm hype about this. I'm like yo, this is dope. Like I'm, you know, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. It's it's, it's all good. Everything's going great. I, I so one thing I will not do. Um, so I I only let my boss touch my personal statement once, and then after that, I didn't let him touch it again. And because. I didn't want his whiteness on it. It was like, yo, I don't want it to sound white. I want it to sound like me. Uh, he, he'll he want things to sound like him, and I'm just like, nah, bro. But I'm I'm black. Yeah, just just to let you know, I'm black. So I I don't I don't want to sound white. I want them to know, hey, I'm a nigga, like straight up. Like that's what <laughs> that's what I want them to know. So um, <laughs> so I'm just like, I right, bet um. And you know, I sent it to other like friends uh, who who looked at it, who gave me feedback. Uh, minority friends uh, uh, in the in the in academia. So uh, don't let them touch that. Blah 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 blah. Right. Uh, move forward. Uh, the the um, the fellowship the grant the application is 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 syncing. It sounded great. But then I get to I get with a um, a a professor at um, at the university uh, I don't know if I can say his name, but my, uh, uh John, I'll do, call him John, I'll give him his first name, but, so, I go to John, and, I and, you know, me and him, we, we connected over Twitter, and, uh, he actually goes, he actually is a professor at the university, and, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, a, uh, a highly respected one, and someone who, uh, is, they, they say is a guru in, um, in writing, so, I'm just like, oh, I bet, like, you know, me and John, we go out to uh, tea and uh, coffee from time to time and um, I was telling him how I was writing the, the, the fellowship and he was telling me, oh, man, I used to be funded by them. You know, if you want to uh, send it, send the application my way, uh, give me your earliest draft and, you know, I can give you comments. And so I was like, all oh, right, bet. So, you know, I'll go back to my to my boss and I was like, hey, you know, he, you know, he, he John was willing to, you know, take a look. And he was like, "Oh well, just be prepared, 'cause he, you know, he, he's really harsh. He's really harsh, you know. He, he gives, he gives, uh, some really harsh feedback. So just don't, don't take it personally. Just be prepared for some really harsh feedback." And I was just like, "I right, bet, whatever." So the thing is about my boss, he, he's very much. Um, he I, I call him a spaz sometimes and he kind of he kind of he kind of you know he, he overinflates things and I'm just like oh, chill bro like it's not that deep so i get comments back from john and they are the most helpful let, let me tell you man i have dealt with so many people in academia and with writing and people who don't want to help with my writing and this man has given me the most helpful uh 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 i, I, I don't been <laughs> in, in, in the most helpful straightforward comments about my writing that I've ever gotten ever gotten and I'm just like yo this is like and, and like he does this writing class uh um and I'm just like yo man this is this is amazing like i'm ne- i'm I've, ne- I've never had anything like this like this is like I was like yo because like he was just like, oh, you want to do this because of this, 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 and this. It was like, oh, you know, there, you know, I, I get it young young um, academics or uh, uh, researchers in training or scientists in training make this mistake all the time. But the way you want to phrase it is like this. And it, it was just so understanding and helpful. And I've never had that. I've never had the amount of understanding that I got in from John. Um, about my writing because all all i've gotten from people was oh man this is this is bad this is terrible even for my own boss it was like the grammar the grammar you know the the grammar is really really bad man the grammar is really bad and the grammar is john never said anything about my grammar uh he was like he was like oh man, man sounds good and uh the problem is like it wasn't in my with my boss it wasn't about my grammar it, it was it just didn't sound like him it, it, it's crazy, right, it was like, it just didn't sound like him, and because it didn't sound like him, that, that was a problem, so, you know, what, what the fuck can you do, um, and, so, so, that's why I was like, man, it, it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it, and, you know, John says it right, my, my boss doesn't, he doesn't, like, it. and the thing is, the, the way John, the way John saw my writing. Uh, is how all professors should see their students writing. And it was just, it, it, it's like don't take take your own personal um, grievances out of it, right? And just be like, okay, well, how if I was reading this, how would I want it to sound? Um, and I, I think a lot of times professors have these blinders on and saying, hey, you know, uh, this is how things should be written. But this was, a fellowship, this is a private fellowship, that, um, you know, you got to generalize things, this is, it wasn't going to the NIH, like, with the NIH, you can get into the weeds about the science, but with these things, like, you had to be real general, and, and you got to know, you got to know the difference, you got to know the difference, and obviously, I mean, my boss will say all the time, he was like, oh man, I never applied for anything like this, I was like, one, because you never had anybody of color in your lab, or, uh, nobody, you know, somebody black in your lab before, um as a as a postdoc as an undergrad as anything really um we i have one uh person of color uh which i'll i'll probably on another episode I'll, I'll get into the weeds about um this totem pole of pocs but um you know he'll tell me that all the time but um also at the same time he'll be like he, he and this is what because recently he he done he did this and it really pisses me off. Um, because he'll he'll be like, Oh, um, what'd he say? Um, he's like, Oh, you know, we, we can't we can't uh, depend on you getting that HHMI uh fellowship because you know it, it's a long shot, it's a real long shot, it's a really prestigious award. I was like, At first, you didn't know shit about this, this award, but now it's really prestigious. All right, back keep going. And he's like you know it's a it's a real long shot if we get it and you you probably and then he'll go he'll go off and say oh you probably won't get it and you know uh you we need to focus on other stuff and i'm just like well damn motherfucker like having zero faith in me but want to continuously like, say, man, I never had anybody as independent as you. But you have zero faith that I will get this fellowship, and he, he claims it's because oh, it's because we don't go to uh, Ivy League. We're not at an Ivy League institution. I was like, fuck that. That don't mean like, I, I get what he's getting at, but fuck that. Like, it, based on my story, based on my track record of publishing, uh, having success no matter where I went, like I have a good chance of getting to the next round. Of this uh of this application process and actually getting this shit because once once I get in front of people and start presenting oh it's it's a done deal it's over they they gonna love me just just like just like mamas love me you know what I'm saying they they gonna love me out here so that's uh, y- you know it, it's <laughs> it, it's crazy so um, he he'll say that but then uh he he actually wrote a, a grant At ro one about my about my research um, and it's the same it's the same stuff and he was like oh man i think we have a good chance of getting it oh so we have a good chance of getting your shit but my shit we don't have a good chance of getting and you know like i said there's coded language all over the place and um there's another example i want to give but i'll probably give in a different episode um because uh, i'm running out of time and i'm trying to make these podcasts like kind of short like 30 30 to 45 minutes uh, worth of content. Um, I'm not trying to make them over an hour. Um, just you know, really quick. You know, get get your get your feel of uh me talking at you and me telling you the the shit that I go through on a daily basis, right? But um, but yeah. So. And so now he he's saying, oh, you know, I I, he he feels that, uh as if his. His R01 from at getting at getting uh, um, being um, submitted to the NIH is has a way better chance of getting funded than mine. But then there's only, there's thousands of people, thousands of professors uh, applying to r R01, but there's like a couple hundred uh, applying to this fellowship. But I have a lesser chance. I was like, all right, man. All right, but. So I, like, I trust me, like, I hope and pray that I get it so I can rub this shit in his face. (laughs) To be completely honest, like, my God, what the fuck? But, no, that's neither here nor there. Um, I I think uh, as professors, um, everyone should be uh, mindful of the language that they use. And it's a shame that we have to... um, be well not it's a shame that we have to be mindful but it's a shame that it it, it comes to kind of it comes to this it was like hey man like we have to we have to be careful about the shit that we're saying because it could offend somebody like you you might think oh this is okay it, it might be okay to say to your to your white counterparts but it's not okay to say to me um because of the past and the shit that i went through right um and uh, I, I don't think I don't think he understands that. I don't think he really fully um, yeah, that, that really permeates through, through his brain. So, you know, well, what can you do? So I, I say that to say, be careful, um, code, coded language is everywhere. I was like, you, you can like I, I've gotten to a place where the the ignorance and the, the comments aren't so um, in your face because they when I was a student they were in your face because you couldn't do anything about it but now that I'm in this position it's like oh it's more it's more coded it's more like oh you know you, it, you probably won't get that because you know it, it's really prestigious it so also I'm not good enough to get this prestigious award you know what i'm saying so um it, it's 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 interesting but be careful um you know try to try to take uh, honestly take shit with a grain of salt like you can you can continue to fight it or you can be like all right motherfucker and and move move the fuck on and that's kind of because i've checked him before and i've kind of like all right well i'm done checking you because i'm not going to continue to um explain culture to you that you obviously do not understand or get or or want to um want to get and that that's just the privilege of being white you don't really have to (laughs) <laughs> you you don't have to so you know i appreciate you guys for listening uh to my ramblings uh for the past 30 some odd minutes uh you know i, I hope uh to bring you more more and more of this podcast and uh, uh thanks for coming to my lab bench thanks for coming to my bench press Um, and this was the At The Bench Podcast I'm your host, Dr. Stevens and I'll see you guys next time Peace